Welcome to the New Media Show, where each Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, UTC plus 4, Todd Cochran and Rob Greenlee take their over 30 combined years of leadership in the podcasting space to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct the current podcasting news, forecasts, trends, and predictions. Now here are your hosts, Academy of Podcasting Hall of Famers, Todd Cochran and Rob Greenlee. Well, here we are, and I could have used a little uh, a little more volume on that. Sounds like the those of you listen to a post don't care. But anyway, welcome to the new media show. And oh my my my, you 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 little sneaker, you Rob. <laughs> Todd. Well, I mean, it, I mean, I have to be honest. I mean, it was a fluid situation. It was so. fluid. Yes. So yes, it was. So for for the record, Todd There's knew. A record for Todd knew. <laughs> And set on Rob's departure from Libsyn for about a month, at least. I knew I, I knew when you were leaving, and and then I knew you were negotiating, and you kept saying it's not going to be another hosting company. Well, <laughs> in all fairness, um, it it wasn't at that point. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> that, like I said, it was a fluid. <laughs> situation and uh, change, you know. Well, so. that's well, good. Well, yeah. anyway, so you have another notch on your belt. Pod I bean. guess so. I'm not sure what the nel- notch really means. Does it so, mean that I'm losing too much weight or does it mean that it's just another, you know, it's just another checkbox as I work my way through the industry. <laughs> through the industry. That's the key. <laughs> so you have Libsyn, you have Spreaker, Spreaker you Podcast have one. Podcast One. Right. And, who, and Microsoft. Okay. Zune. Yeah, they right. really, Microsoft Zune. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of funny. So Podbean, well, interesting. N- now we get to have a little fun talking. Y- you need a little Podbean sign in your studio now, Rob. You're going to have to get one of those ordered. Yeah, it's only been like four days that I've been here. So I haven't I haven't done everything <laughs> yet. <laughs> so we've uh the the show uh, title on YouTube is basically uh you know announcing you going to Podbean and uh so wow it's an interesting I'll be honest with you the interesting move considering I'll, I'll be honest a lot of people had left that I had known over there so is so it's did a you little re- bit, I think why it was a good Good, good fit because uh, Shannon Martin, um, yeah, who's been there for like nine years or whatever, she just left last week. So yeah, where did she go? She's uh, actually in in Europe, I I believe, somewhere in Europe, and she took a position with a company over there. Oh, so okay, yeah. So Podbean, hmm, so, so so I there guess there was a hole in their organization that they needed to have so, filled, and so now I can really go after Libsyn. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I suppose that's probably true, but I don't think there was a lot holding you back before, but no, uh, I was, yeah. you know, we, we never were, you know, we, we've always been fair. And yeah. I, I did make a comment that probably your departure over there is the end of any possibility or hope that there will be any podcasting 2.0 stuff coming out of Libsyn. I don't know. I did did invite in um, uh, a the president of the company is now part of that uh, podcast uh, um, standards 
kind of project. Well, I don't know if we've announced that yet, but yeah. So it, okay. Well, all right. So we'll see. We'll see. I know Rob, Rob Walsh hasn't been tremendously excited about it. No, Rob, Rob is not a proponent and we, we, he's been very clear on that. And, you know, Rob is, you know, he, he, it's, there is a thing that happens in, when you become a number of years, you become a senior statesman in the, the podcasting space, you have to be willing to learn new tricks and, and be willing to evolve or you, you get left behind. So, um, you know, so hopefully yeah. this will challenge him, uh, to, to do well, stuff. It's not just, I don't think it's just Rob. Um, I think what's, what's challenged over there is the fact that they have so many initiatives going on that they're trying to tackle and I mean, um, chaos. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think of it this way. I mean, you acquire, you know, many companies yeah. very quickly and it, it doubles and triples your, your staff. And, yep. and so that creates a lot of, you know, things yep. that have to be dealt with. So, and it's, it's a very real thing. And I think it's a very aggressive approach that they've taken. Um, and you know, I think it will probably work out, um, in the long run and, and things will be, you know, they'll, they will have caught up, right? right? Cause they did get a little behind on things and, but that's, that's, a, you know, that's what happens, uh, if you're a legacy company and I think Todd, you're trying to break that paradigm right, a little right, bit right. with the things that you're trying to do. Yep. And, and I would love to bring that kind of, um, thinking to Podbean as well. And, but Podbean has been very, I guess, been very forward in thinking about, you know, tr- trying to build a broad based platform yeah. too. That's, yeah that does a lot of stuff. And they have, so. they, they did a lot of stuff early that uh, a lot of people don't pay attention to, but let's yeah. we'll get, we'll get back to that in a second. But first of all, you had some well wishers. Oh, I did. Uh, Dave Jones says, Rob, good luck with the new gig. Best of luck. We need Podbean to Im- implement the lit tag since they are so big on live streams. 10,000 sets. Yeah. We yeah. got a, uh, a 10,000 set donation from Mary O'Scar. I don't know who this is. I said, love to come on the show, Todd and Rob. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know who this is. Is this an app developer? I don't recognize the name. I apologize, but um, got a, uh, a boost. That was 10,000 sats. Got 2112 sats from Matt Kondo. Says, be cool or be cast out. Right. We got uh, 1,960 sats from Recovered Cast. Thanks for educating us on Podcasting 2.0. Our show has always relied on our community support. Now we are trying to incorporate Boostgrams into our show, too. We are a 12-step community, so declining outside contribution is part of our 12-step tradition. Value for value suits our business. Uh, uh, value for value business plan suits us. Thanks again. Got a uh, a boost of 1,000 sats from Andy uh, Layman. He says, hey, yes, you have to spy the end time in lit, but it can go over. The apps don't care. It's just an estimation of start and end time. By the way, we have to end today at 4 o'clock. We'll talk more about that in a minute. And then Adam Curry commented about our commenter of that I had received feedback on Fountain. And he says, a critic, and this was uh, 25,000 sats. He says, a critic who doesn't even have a list of issues? question mark was that really worth using was that really worth using to scold app developers todd blueberry only just joined 2.0 party you must 
you may want to temper the attitude toward app developers. Well, I wasn't really mad at the app developers. I really wasn't scolding them. I was just saying this is the this is the perception of listeners, and this is the type of feedback I get. It wasn't the first, um, hasn't been the last, but in it really, to be honest with you, again, I still think it's highly valuable for app developers to be very proactive and say, this is our vision, this is what we're doing, this is our mission statement, this is why this is important, and and let potentially new users and existing ones know. I think the existing ones that are in are in, um, so again, not being a critic, just basically saying, you know, looking this from the 10,000 foot view of what listeners have feedback on, I, you know, I got a feedback just the other day said, I, when is Marco going to add this? And I said, well, you have to ask him, uh, to add this, uh, and yeah. be proactive. And, um, so anyway, th- thanks for the feedback. And again, not slamming on the app developers at all. Um, just now I'm just trying to keep this ball rolling uphill. (laughs) Yeah. So Rob, uh, what is the new boss think about you doing this show? How did, uh, how did that go over? I don't think it was a huge, um, focus or topic of the, of the, of the conversation quite yet. Uh, I think, you know, I kind of come with a certain package that either, either people like it or they don't. Right. <laughs> it's, just, it's one of those things. Um, you know, what we do with this show has spanned, you know, over a decade. So right. if they don't know about it, um, then, then that, you know, they just need to be brought up to speed on that. But, you know, I'm not going to change what I'm doing. Um, because I do truly think that it's helpful to the medium and mm-hmm. it's, um, and it's good, good for the medium that, that we do this together. And I mean, even though we're, we're competitors, right. Right. But right that's right. been the case for sure, a long time, like five years now or yeah. six years or seven yeah, years. I'm not while. even sure how, how long that's been. So, um, so it's, it's not a big deal, but, uh, you know, I just think that, that, uh, you know, anybody that I work, work for, um, has to just accept that with the package at this point. Well, one thing's for sure, you know, where all the dead bodies are buried everywhere. <laughs> well, a lot of things change too. Todd. Well, I mean, that's true. Things, things move pretty quickly, um, you know, in this medium. So, so, you know, it, it, it's the same thing. I'm, I'm kind of struggling to catch up to what's going on even with Podbean. So, um, yeah. you know, they're, they're constantly moving and they're, they move pretty quick too. So, yep. um, you know, trying to get caught up and then get ahead is, <laughs> is a challenge. Mitch says from Podverse, looks like your lit pod ping is working. I'm listening live after receiving a notification for new media show and Podverse. Great jobs. And thanks for all you do for, and it got cut off 10,000 sats. So this is how it works. We are lit. People know we're lit. We were able to send the bat signal out. So, Hey, Todd, I wanted to just, sure. just mention here too, that it, there, there's a possibility. I don't, it's not hundred percent confirmed here, but Chris Kremitzos might be jumping on the line, calling us here in oh. 10 minutes or so. Okay. Uh, then I'll have to get the other machine ready for him to come in. Oh, okay. It's not on. Well, okay. It is, but I need to load Skype. Yeah. I think it depends on his, his 
his schedule, his appointments. If, okay. If, if, if he, if he has, frees up in time to hop on. Yeah. But I did try and invite him on today. Okay. For, but, um, because but I'm, I'm out yeah. next week. Yeah. Yeah. Are you out the following week too? I am. So next two weeks we're, we're down. And then I know you only had 45 minutes or an hour today. Yeah, so are we going to be able to keep the schedule of the show at this time or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that there's any problem with that. Okay, um, good. So, so we'll, if Chris shows up, what, what does Chris want to talk about? Well, I just want to talk, talk to him about his event that's coming up. I okay. mean, things are ramping up on that very quickly. I, I saw that there was a bunch of posts on social media from this ambassador program that they have. Mm -hmm. And, and so I, I was curious to learn a little bit about that, but also just to talk about that event and drive some attention to it. Because if, if we're involved in that, I would love to have more podcasters involved in that event. So tr trying to drive some attention to it. Yeah. Let me turn the volume down or, or we're going to get uh, notified, uh, all yeah, the way through, right. as people are uh, sending a uh, boost and whatever else are sending. So I turned the volume down on the output. Um, and boy, I tell you big news, sad news. Uh, uh, oh, Norm, Norm. Norm Pattis from podcast one passed away. Yeah. So uh, yeah. quite sudden. Yeah, I think so too. And he was, I think he was still fairly young too. I mean, 79 is, well, it's Rob, unfortunate. Rob, uh, 7980, this is, uh, nursing homes are full of women. They're not full of men because just yeah. the way it is. And you know, he's, the thing is interesting though. He has a pretty fit, seemed to me to be quite fit and healthy when I, last I saw him. Yeah, so, I think he had like a throat cancer or something oh, like that. Oh, so he got cancer. That's what happened. I wow. think so. Yeah, that, that really has impression, it. impression that I got. So I, I wonder if an NDA is still in effect. I don't think so. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think there's so. There's a lot of, there's certainly a lot of stories coming out of that. I mean, as you know, I don't know if everybody knows, but I used to work in Norm's office yeah. every day for a year. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I better talk, check with legal first before I make sure I can talk about it because I hate to get sued by the new owners of Podcast One. <laughs> there was a few times when I was in meetings in Norm's office with you being there. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I have to make sure that I'm, I'm can even say, because I don't know some of this stuff, it's, not, it's with the company, not with, you know, so who knows? You know, it's just you know. because someone's died doesn't mean I'm legally obligated non-obligated anymore to say anything <laughs> well and it sounds like that the the podcast one business may be separating from the the live one uh really? parent company that that's yeah i've talked to them a couple times they reached out to me the new team there huh um so so and i've talked to them a little bit and they're they're looking at trying to separate um from so they're trying the to make company. it separate now, even though they bought it and brought it together. So that's bizarre. Well, I think the live one business is, is, um, not, not helping oh. podcast one be successful. So I think it's part of, part of a little bit what's going on there, but, um, but you know, what we shall see, I mean, certainly the podcast one business has a whole new team. Mm -hmm. Um, pretty much there's been a lot of, a lot of changeover on that team. Um, so it's a lot, 
I think they want to be more kind of up to speed with what's going on in the podcasting space on the metric side right. and advertising and all this stuff. So who knows? We may see a, you know, a podcast one 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the, oh, and now I can talk about the thing I wanted to talk about last week that I forgot about two weeks in a row. Very, very quietly. Very, very quietly, Libsyn shut down their free podcast. Oh, say. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Uh, it, was, it was barely off the ground. <laughs> well, barely, <laughs> almost almost way. a year. Yeah. Ten months or so. But it was never really fully connected up to the, to the mothership. So oh. it, it operated a little bit still autonomous. Um, and that wasn't helpful. Um in the bigger picture. Right. So, so I think they just decided to just fold that capability into the, the, um, the publishing tools. I got so. you. Yeah. Cause that was a ad supported free podcasting thing. And by the way, which is kind of ironic when I laughed when they had launched that, because they mimicked something that podcast one did that failed. And so I thought, wow, you know, didn't they learn from uh, that group that that really isn't a, a viable business model? And yeah. uh, so, you know, may, I guess it wasn't. Yeah. And well, I think free is a challenge. Um, you know, I think a lot of the platforms that offer free have have a lot of, you know, shows that are not that right, active. Right. right. Yep. So, so you kind of have that. I mean, I mean, your numbers look really big, but mm -hmm. you know, your core are your paid, paid subscribe shows, right? The, the ones that are more serious, right? So there was a thread on Mastodon and, um, Dave Weiner is on Mastodon. And he said, I asked, and I've heard, I'm sure you've heard about this open AI. I've been, I've been playing with this thing for a while and I guess everyone's just discovered it. He well, said, yeah, I think uh, Mr. Elon Musk has been talking about open AI oh, for, for a while, but he's, I think he's been dubious of it. So anyway, he said, I asked open AI why podcasting isn't owned by a single tech company and it got the answer right. So anyway, I'm not going to read what the open AI said. And then a guy by the name of Frederick Hewitt said, Dave, the AI is impressive, but co podcasters are big business. I know a guy who started a podcast company that got acquired by a big media player, and he's now worth tens of millions to drive for profits and consolidation is very much part of the podcast world. Dave replied, as long as podcasts say available wherever you get your podcast, it's open no matter how the big companies try to hijack the concept. Your friend's money was gotten by selling out our freedom, by the way. So I wouldn't want his money. It's dirty. So I don't know who he's responding to. So this is what Dave said. I don't know who he's referring to, but that was like, we'll have to figure out who friend, who, who are friends of Frederick Hewitt. So I chimed. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Dave Weiner though. Yeah. I mean, so that's, that's his MO, right? So, so I responded to both of them. And I said, Regardless of consolidation, podcasting is still open. I own a podcast hosting company, Blueberry Podcasting, yet the plugin we have for WordPress called PowerPress can be utilized by anyone. And you don't have to host with my company. You can self-host. And 
And with that, podcasters control the RSS feed on their domain. That is why podcasting will always be open. Content creators cannot be locked down, even though companies like Spotify want them to be. And then what's interesting, Dave replied to me. This is the first reply I've got from Dave Weiner in years. He says, I think saying it will always be open is a bit optimistic, but so far it is. And to me, that's pretty amazing. Well, you know, that second amendment where people say, I take my guns out of my dying hands. <laughs> it's, it's like me, take my open RSS out of my dying hands. And I, 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 I that kind of surprises me what Dave said there, that I think saying it will always be open is a bit optimistic. I, I wouldn't disagree with him. I think I've felt that that was a threat for a while now. I mean, well, that's part of the reason why we're doing all this stuff with podcasting 2.0. It takes that, that criticism that RSS is an innovative off the right, table is what, right. is what we're doing. Cause that's, that's where the motivation is going to be yep. for people to say, yep, it's time to move on. Mm -hmm. Let's go proprietary. Cause we can do some innovation. Sure. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, I had asked some questions today on uh, the podcastindex.social about some of the value for value stuff because I wasn't clear in my mind uh, how, like, what we should do is we should get you a Get Albi account, Rob. Matter of fact, you should sign up for one. And that okay. way we can put when we're, when I'm ready, because uh, Andy Lehman's uh, thing I don't think will support splits yet. At least I don't know how to put it in. Um, when Blueberry gets their piece done, I'll be able to add your split. So we do a 50, 50 so that you get 50% of the donations. I get 50% of the donations automatically. Mm -hmm. So it just doesn't sit in my wallet. And, um, the question I asked was how do you do splits when you have a guest? Because the technical stuff goes into the, it, it's its own channel item. It's not part of the podcast uh, episode item and i got a response back from the guest. oh yeah you just put it in the item and uh, and then it overrides the channels uh, uh setting so i thought that was interesting and they linked to uh a podcast that's doing that which is obviously the podcast 2.0 show is doing it. so i'm gonna i sent that link over to my team because we're we're you know rapidly wrapping up adding stuff and it was just one of those questions that has come up in the, by the devs saying, okay, how do we, you know, how do we handle these splits at the episode level? We knew, we knew how to do it at the channel level. And, um, so it's just one of these things that can, you know, I'm learning as we go into this evolution. And it's, it was interesting because I spent half a morning writing four pages of our, and it really is about well, three and a half pages, one page just on value for value that explains to a podcaster mm -hmm. what this is. And, and I asked for Dave and Adam to get feedback on just that section. And I do appreciate they did give me some feedback, shared that section of the doc with them um, of what each of these particular functions do. And, or I'm calling features what each of these features, features right. do and staying completely away from the, the tech gobbledygook and, you know, writing that out. It's, it's a lot of work and I know other people have done work, but we need to have our own documentation. I'm not stealing from someone else's documentation and not lifting it. I don't feel that's right. Uh, I know there's a few places people have given permission to do so, but 
um, trying to put this in a narrative that someone that doesn't listen to the show or someone that is new can look at that and go, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, and um, even talked about the history, about the innovation early, the no innovation and why, and why we're doing this. And so it's been a little bit of a, a fun process for me, but it's cold here and my arthritis is kicking up. I'm going to have to start doing something because, I, I, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Voice, voice to text, I think, is in my future. <laughs> yeah, it, it certainly seems like all, all that technology, like the the uh, voice recognition, AI, all that stuff is is creeping its way into the podcasting space. I can feel it, you know, kind of invading. Plus, I've been exploring the Podbean platform a little bit too, and I I discovered something. You know, Podbean has their own listening app um, that's pretty pretty full featured and capable. Um, so it may be able to integrate some of this stuff too. But they have their own um, digital currency built into that app um, oh. that kind of functions very much like like um, what we're doing here, but it's it's in a closed system. That's the problem. It's, it's not their open. currency, right? Right. It, it's called golden beans. Well, you know what that is, right? Th- that's a, that's, I think they call that a trash token or something like that. Probably. Right. You know, because how do they convert that to dollars? Well, it's, it's spent in the platform. So is what it oh. is the idea behind it. So it's a closed thing. So that's what needs to be expanded with this right. Satoshi platform right, is right, to right. be able to have that translate somehow into Satoshis and then can be shared. Well, um, they're just going to have to get rid of the golden bean. I, I guess that would be the, they've and, invested so much in that Todd. Uh, no, just kidding. Well, I don't think it's, it's, it's being used that much. So I, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Right. Right. Well, um, it was a good idea. Mm. And it points to the thinking that, you know, this is, this is the kind of thing that would be interesting to have. Yeah. Right. So it's a good sign. Yeah. Well, I tell you, there's a lot of, um, I guess for better words, just, well, and, and I'm just looking from my personal perspective and my team's perspective. We're just head down. We're just head down. Like, grunt work right now you know it's just a lot of grunt i mean grunt 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 work and uh it's yeah. a um and people i don't think people realize and this is not this podcasting 2.0 stuff it's other stuff for getting ready to bring to market and um oh there we go someone to send us some cash um it's just grunt work it's just you know keeping head down uh doing uh you know, doing the things you have to do to keep a business up and running and the marketing and everything like that. We just, we just hired a brand new, uh, marketing firm and, uh, you know, and that is in a job in itself and bringing the marketing, that team up to speed. Right. And then just, you know, deciding who's going to do what and then divvying out of all that stuff. Um, it's just not enough hours in a day. Yeah. So Mike Dell said, Hey, got to notice on my watch via podverse so uh, uh yeah so this it happens when you're lit Pe- people are now listening live to our audio stream <clears throat> yeah, yeah that's, via that's our shout 
Cast server. <laughs> oh, so you're using okay. So that's what you're, you're using here. Okay. Yeah. For that. Yeah. Right. And that it, makes and, sense. And it still remains open. We did have a couple of people come in and say, "Hey, I'd love to use be a user on your Shoutcast server, and I'm just keeping a schedule. So if anybody wants to use it, Rob, you can use it too if you ever want to. Just let me know, and I get get you log in. And because otherwise, I just have old episodes in replay mode, and that's dumb. If someone wants to use it for live there's all these hours it's not being used for true live i'm using yeah. it four or five hours a week but you know that leaves what 100 whatever many hours in a week left over other people can use it so uh, again if anybody wants to play around with it and really i use a product called rocket broadcast pro mm. that's the uh piece and that's my only piece well the 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 Tricaster's on a PC, but that's probably the only other PC going here. There's other Mac version, Mac applications that are um, capable of doing a shoutcast stream too. Todd, are you kidding me? You have you have a Mac. Yep, ladies and gentlemen, lift your feet. Hell <laughs> has just froze over. No wonder it's been so cold. Are you right. kid, are you kidding me? Nope. So right here. was that a uh, a move going to work for Podbean or was that a personal decision to I, Rob? I cannot. I, I, <laughs> is 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 it it's April? Fool, time, is it right? April's fools? Are you kidding me? No, ladies and gentlemen, Rob Greenley has a Mac. Yep. Holy crap. I have taken taken the full plunge. Wow. Personally or because of work? Well, it was driven based on really David uh, from Podbean, who's the CEO. Um, he was saying, well, everybody on the team's on a Mac, and we have certain software that we like to run on the Mac. Oh. And I said, oh, uh, you know, he said, I'd be happy to send you a Mac. So oh, I said, yeah, send it on through. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can truly be ambidextrous. I can be. Windows with this hand and Mac on this hand and go back and forth. You know, right? and, and be honest with you, the stuff I do mostly now, I could just use a Chromebook. You know, because I'm, well, in I'm a, still I, a little frustrated that why Apple is still using Mac OS. Why don't they just convert all their devices over to and um, to iOS? So why, why would they do that? Then they're beholden to someone else. No, no, no. iOS is their operating system. Right. So just, just oh, keep everything consistent. It right? is Instead consistent. Of, well, it's mostly consistent, yeah. but, it's, but everybody else is doing that, right? Well, um, they're not. They're, okay. So uh, Windows is pretty much across all devices. Yeah. Well, um, no one owns any other Windows devices besides the computers, you know. It's not true. There's the, <laughs> there's the Surface Duo. Okay. Right, that's out there, right? There's, there's the Surface computers, yep. right? It's, I mean, Microsoft is just as much of a hardware company as yeah. uh, Apple is. Mike just sent so. another one. He says, welcome to the dark side, Rob. Thousand sets. But I, I still have this sitting here. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? It'll, you can use that for like utility stuff. You can set it up and do like I'm doing, running a live, run one single program on my Windows machine. And by the way, it, it is, um, it doesn't do anything else but that. It has a firewall on it, but I don't do anything else on it. That's it. Yeah. So I'm more like you, Todd. Oh, okay. I'm, 
I'm operating system agnostic. I'm, well, I can, I'm a, know. I'm pretty much hardcore. I've been pretty much hard, hardcore Mac for a long time. And you know, the funny thing is, well, for a long time, you were all windows. That's though, right. I, I Because I got, finally got pissed off. It, the tipping point happened one day. I had this literally almost brand new Dell desktop. It was less than a year old. Expensive machine, couple grand. Mm-hmm. And that, thing kept rebooting on me giving me all kinds of issues and i i finally said i'm done and i had a macbook pro and i shut down the desktop and i plugged my macbook pro into the same monitor and that's it that was the end uh, mm -hmm. i as a matter of fact the computer is over in the side in the in the in the edit studio every once in a while i'll need something Mm -hmm. from my past that I'm like, where's that? And I had, and I use it really for a bunch of file archiving and some other stuff. So, and it really only gets turned on maybe once a year. <laughs> you know, so, um, uh, yeah, I just, I just made, I, I don't know. And I built my machines for years. I built my own Microsoft computers. Yeah, I built my own servers now, for a long time. One thing I will tell you, though, is I do run malware bytes and I do run Norton on all my Macs. I run them both because, you're, you know, people that run Macs are often say, oh, I won't get a virus. Well, you know, good luck with that. That's not necessarily true That's anymore. That's right. Not, not, right. Not necessarily true. So, I, you know, I... think like it used to be in the early days of the Mac. Yeah. Um, but, because there were so few people using it, but now it's... And, and, and the ability to recover a machine too, as long as you keep your iCloud stuff synced up and, you know, all that stuff mm -hmm. and recovering the machine is, is pretty, well, it's not, it's anytime you have a machine go down, it's, it sucks, but, mm -hmm. um, it's definitely easier in my opinion to recover a windows machine than is a, uh, I mean, excuse me, a Mac than is a Microsoft machine. But again, mileage will vary, you know, you never, nothing is perfect here. Yeah. Be, yeah. be, and be honest with you, the, there's no reason for anyone that is, if you have a MacBook and you're on the go a lot, but everything, I've switched everything to Mac minis. It, it, when I, I have an iMac at the house, when that thing goes done, I'll just replace, I'll replace it with a Mac mini. Because again, I don't need all this power. Yeah. You know, I still have a trash can MacBook Pro. Its sole job is encoding the show. That's all it does. And when it dies, then I'll, you know, I've got a, a MacBook Pro here that's on its batteries dead in it. And at some point I'll put, it'll be in there being, that'll be the machine that'll be doing the, the show processing. That's it. So I heard from Chris Kremitzo from PodFest and it, it sounds like he, he's not going to make it okay. today. So we'll have to have him on yeah. after we come back in a couple of weeks. But, uh, but he did say that he's, uh, he's working on adding more, um, rooms to his hotel block for PodFest, so so, so it's good because i guess uh the early like the 25th or so is sold out right now so if you wanted to fly in on the 25th of january to attend PodFest, that the hotel was booked up but he's looking at adding more I, rooms to that i did get my state of michigan exemption mm -hmm. so i will be able to come where did i put it uh and we're booked to do a live new media show at uh, PodFest. Yeah, on what, the, what day is on that? On the 26th. Okay, so I'm, I'm pretty sure. 
Ooh. What day do I? Three to four thirty. Was that the first day? Uh, correct. All right. So let me go look because I think I requested that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So let me look at January, January, January twenty three. Let me make sure here. Oh, yeah. January I'm twenty sixth from three yeah. to four thirty. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that I'm good. I think I requested twenty five, twenty six, and twenty seven from the court. And for those of you that haven't listened, I got a federal jury notice, so um, I I'm excused yeah. for those three days. Oh, good. Yeah, so I'll I'll be able to make our- it down there release you from custody from, huh? from jury duty yeah so more than <laughs> the way i look at it is is based upon i will probably either be on a, a jury the week of the 10th or the week of the 9th or the week of the 16th um if i'm if they're going to pull me that's when i'll be uh you know available to uh, sit on somebody's uh, fate so Got yeah it. that that just matter of fact that just came through a couple of days ago um so i'm pretty happy about pretty happy about that they didn't approve it the first go round. i had to send them a note say hey <laughs> plus also i wanted to say too you know as we look look to the future look to to march uh with uh podcast movement the evolutions event in in vegas it looks like the the podcast hall of fame is coming back awesome so any increased numbers <clears throat> um oh as far as what goes inductees? Um, uh, they are reviewing that right now, but it it sounds like uh, the podcast movement folks are pretty pretty locked in at between eight and ten. So, well, uh, ten is good. Uh, that's 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 what I told them. Yeah, uh, ten is because t- last year I, they did how many? Eight or six? Eight. Eight. They did eight. So yeah, I did a call with them and Rob Walsh. What, what's the year oh. cutoff going to be? Have they, are they going to increase the year cutoff? Or are they going to keep the cutoff back? I think we're not that worried that much about the cutoff. I mean, I think that most of the people that we have already gathered on the list are clear. Um, okay. So, and if there's anybody that now enters that window, I think it was a minimum. I mean, it was like, I think, Five to ten years, I, right. I, I think, was the range. So, but, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, is the inductees, um, and really, it's it's really anyone. So, right. if if you think that you know someone that should be in the Hall of Fame, you can email Rob or I, and we'll be happy to add them to the list. It's not like this is something that's going to be like, we're going to go through and vet anybody We're we will, if you think there is an individual that is, should be on the hall of fame, you feel free to email either one of us and then uh, we'll add them to the list. It's, it's, you right. know, I don't just, you know, for me, I don't think I should be the one making a decision on who should be on that list. I think anyone that if the community thinks is deserving should be, but you know, you have to also understand that through the process is that, the person better be deserving or they won't get no votes. Right. Right. It's, 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 it's pretty cut and dried on that. Yeah. Um, and, and people, you, so how, how the process has worked and probably will likely work this time is that we basically gather just a long list of yep. potential nominees. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of filter that list down based on, you know, prominence, 
who should be inducted at this stage more than more than others. And the um, the past winners or inductees might be a better way of saying it um, will actually work on selecting that and actually picking the actual inductees as well in a final round. Um, so so it's it it's not up to like one person to decide all this or even two people. Right, it's right, it's right. going to be across all of the, yeah. the past inductees will yeah. actually um, vote for mm-hmm. who, who they think should be that's right. in that pool of either eight or 10. Yep. So, so it's, it and it's, uh, and again, in the early years, we had a little more flexibility because there wasn't as many of us. Yeah. And now that the pool of people are getting bigger, then you have, which is actually good is that you have a little more diversity of thought there and a diversity of uh, individuals that are also thinking about who should be considered. Um, I just, you know, as time goes on, some of these earlier people that were early in the space, the chances of them, you know, and being picked up, you know, I'd love to have them suggest that one or two spots be reserved for, true legacy people, AKA a certain year and before. Mm. Um, so that even though there's lots of, there's lots of folks that are deserving that are newer, we want to make sure that we don't completely leave behind folks that were, in my opinion, should, should be in there. They contributed significantly to this space and, and were largely large contributors to where we're at today. So the other thing that's being, being discussed, and I want to be transparent about this too, is that, um, there is an effort on on the part of trying to move the hall of fame to the, the regular podcast movement. Oh, I think that would be the best. That's not going to happen for this year, but I think that there's enough interest in doing that, um, beyond the Las Vegas event. Well, Um, have Libsyn pay for it for the spring event and Podbean pay for it for the fall event. There you go. Yeah, about that. I don't know that uh, Lipson's going to want to give it up. So we'll, we'll, <laughs> well see. you know, see, so. you know, if they carry over, then they can come back the following year. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I think we should actually kind of, kind of spread that around a little bit. I think. I mean, it shouldn't all be just with Lipson. So, well, you know, let's be honest. Uh, I don't have the budget to write the check for it. That's that's a big number, you know. So, but well, yeah. I mean, like I. I expressed to them too, um, was that I think it might make sense as you look to the future to have it, um, s- sponsored by multiple companies, yeah. not, not, not just one. Right. So I think ha- having like maybe three sponsors of it or something like that might actually, um, yeah, it helps be, light, lighten the load a little bit. Well, it, it, and it also, I think brings, brings a little bit more, um, kind of credibility to the event that it's, it's more across, across the industry. Um, right. It's a little bit like with the Ambies, which are also coming up here at the, at the evolutions event. It's like getting sponsors from a variety of different companies in the medium is, is always the best thing to do if Mm. you can do it. So, but anyway, that's, that's coming up. Uh, I think that there's, you know, I think one question is that I'd like to pose the audience is that, you know, do you care that we have a podcast hall of fame? So um, what does it mean to you? And I, I think Todd and I, you know, can, can share what it means to us, but I, I guess my concern is what does it mean to the, the broader industry? I mean, 
uh, I think that, I mean, just to share a little bit, I think there's a lot to learn um, from listening to, uh, especially those talks uh, at the induction ceremony mm-hmm. about. Last year was um, excellent. Right. How people built their shows and how they built uh, their personal brands, how they built their relationship with their communities. Um, it's really a lesson in um, long-term quality podcasting and because those people that get inducted are, have, have normally, or, you know, I'll say wouldn't be there, have done it right. One, so. one thing too, is it's not limited to podcasters. It can right. be someone that has contributed significantly to the space. Well, especially now. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you don't have to be, you know, you've an actual ha- podcast, an actual podcaster. Maybe you've contributed something software wise, or maybe you, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. I think that's a good point, Todd, because I think we, have this bias that, um, the podcast hall of fame is focused on just podcasters. Right. I mean, it's not. I mean, if you think about the early medium, um, most of the people that were working in podcasting were actually right behind a microphone doing a show, That's right? right. Yeah. They were doing other things, but now yeah. there's over the last, probably the last five, uh, maybe eight, eight, 10 years timeframe, uh, which is pretty significant timeframe that there's been a lot more people that have built careers. And I've never had a podcast. I, right. I think, um, uh, I don't know if Norm Paddock qualifies is that, um, or others, right. That mm-hmm. have built, uh, companies or built careers in this that, uh, but they never got behind a microphone. I'm kind of biased. I think everyone sh- that works in podcasting should have a should podcast be behind a microphone, right? just because they need to understand the, the pain. Yeah. No, I think that's how we think <laughs> yeah. about it. And obviously that's what we do. That's so, right. Right. Not a, a lot of people don't think that way, and I understand why. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a big commitment it, it it, to, to you know to pull up the mic, and if you're working in the space, you know, then you got to block that time out. I'm fortunate enough to be able to block this time out, but you know, be honest with you, I, I it's not like I take this out of my 40 hours. I work 50 or 60 hours already anyway, so it's right, like, right, and who right. you know who works 40 hours? No one works. Well, and it can also be, especially these, these days, it can be a risk, um, to one's career. Well, that's true. Um, to do a show like this. I mean, it's me doing this show. This show has, has had its bumpy roads with the companies I've been with. Right. (laughs) So, I mean, it's, it's not without, (laughs) without challenge, Especially, you know, when you get on this show and we talk so frankly about right. the medium, right? right. It's, it can kind of like, uh, do I want that, you know, out there, you know, as a, as a reference to somebody that, that maybe represents a particular brand. So, well, and it's, it's but yeah. we've always tried to be very, very fair. If we've talked yeah. about someone negatively, we've always given opportunities for people to come on and, and, and we've had lots of those types of conversations and it isn't negative, but maybe we've been critical and then we've allowed those folks right. to come on and have a have commentary here, have an open dialogue. Yeah. yeah. I think the, the area that really jumps out at me as I think about our, our past and things we've talked about on this show have been around, um, issues around free podcasting, right. um, and yeah. free hosting anchor that I can say, I think I face more kind of blowback on that than anything else we've ever talked about on the show. Really? <laughs> I, I never get any feed, any negative feedback from talking Well, it about- was almost like we were discouraging people from starting to podcast by, by talking down the anchor platform, right? Well, there was um, a reason why we talk, still talk. Oh, I know there. I mean, <laughs> I'm not discounting our reasons yeah. for doing it. I'm just saying that people had this impression that we were like 
stopping people from podcasting oh, no. because we didn't want them to do it over on anchor. So no. that's all. Yeah. Believe me, if I, if I didn't want, uh, um, people to go to other platforms, I wouldn't be doing the show. Yeah. You know, right. because we talk about other platforms and stuff that's going on. Yeah. Well, that's the concept of this show is to, you know, and I think we both have had the same ethic, uh, in this, this whole process is, is that at the end of the day, we're here to help podcasters right, right. succeed regardless of where they host their yep. show or what monetization platform that they're on. Yep. Um, it's our job between the two of us to make the best platform. So they will want to come. That's to right. Us. That's right. Right. Because it's, you know, it's, let's be frank, it's podcast hosting has become a commoditized. It has you, commoditized. You know, right. and it's not like six, seven years ago where there was five of us, there's now 25 of us. So yeah. it's just a matter now of, you know, featuring up, I guess that's the word. Yeah. Right. And, and you're, you're hard at work at that. Yeah. With lots Definitely. to come. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm and, sure as everybody else, everyone yeah, else is I, featuring up. So, right. It's the same thing that's happening at Lipson right now. They're, they're trying to upgrade everything. And yeah. same thing happening at Podbean. We're trying to, you know, improve things and make things better for podcasters. Right. So that's the goal that we always have. But, um, yeah, I know that we're, we're running out of time. It, it feels tight to only do an hour. Yes, it does. It, yes, it does. So, but I knew that was going to happen because we had to talk about you and, yeah. uh, what, you know, your career move. And yeah. I, I heard there was some other changes at Libsyn. I heard Dave, uh, Jax is now head of training. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, that's his background. Yeah. So, so he's no longer working training. support. Uh, that I couldn't answer. Oh, and, sure. and sadly, uh, I didn't know who he was, uh, was, but I heard that a developer over at Libsyn was killed in an automobile accident. BJ. Yeah. Yeah. So what was his role over there? BJ, uh, foresight, foresight. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, but, um, yeah, he's been with Libsyn for quite a while and, and, um, yeah, it was on the development team. Yeah, so there is a GoFundMe out there. So um, it's uh, they're trying. I think they're trying to raise ten thousand dollars for the family. I think they were up to about seven grand when I looked at it yesterday. So I, I'll try to put a link in the show notes tonight for. Uh, and you know we we've lost a couple of uh, we. I heard on some maybe it was Pod News there was a producer that is and got either something I can't remember what happened. There's someone a stroke or something. Someone's had a, um, well, there's been a rash of, you know, people yeah. dropping dead <laughs> the last, I, mean, I know it's not funny, but it's, yeah. it's, it's really kind of tragic. You know, when, been a lot when of someone dies from, you know, cancer and stuff like that, it's always sad. But when someone's taken because of a car accident or something like that, it's just, you yeah. know, there's no closure for those families. It's just, uh, you know, here, yeah gone in an instant. I've always said, and you know, I kind of really took this, uh, approach in 2004 when I got hurt pretty bad at a, in a swimming pool accident and really was a miracle that I was able to, to walk, mm -hmm. um, based on the injury that, uh, you never know when your mile marker is going to be up and you're, you, you are not going beyond that mile marker. So, uh, do the best you can every day that you're on this, on this earth. Yeah. Uh, 
So, Todd, did you see the stuff about the Sounds Profitable folks doing a first-ever study on brand safety and suitability? I can't can't wait to read it. I didn't get to go. I didn't have time. So have you seen it? No, I haven't watched it. I've been on calls all day. Oh, man, it's going to be. It's yeah. yeah, So, and and sadly we're going to be off for two weeks. So someone else is going to have to talk about it because, um, I'm, I need vacation badly. So I'm checking out. Well, holidays are coming up, Todd. So you've got some time. So we'll be able to, but yeah, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm excited about it because it's about listener safety. Yeah. So I mean that what, yeah, I mean, that's part of it too. It's also about brand safety too. So you know, that topic that we were talking about, mm-hmm. about barometer and all, all that stuff is certainly a hot and bubbly topic right now. Yep. Um, I was trying to think of anything else, uh, that's bubbling before we run out of time here, but, uh, um, and I know I think, we've, we've got to quit at the top of the hour, but one thing's for sure is, um, I do want to thank everyone that is, um, providing input and, and, uh, you know, feedback we're getting from all of you that are following along with what, this, this podcasting 2.0 journey. And, um, I'm, I'm hope you don't get sick of us talking about it, but I think from my perspective, uh, I, you know, I'm pretty all in on it because I understand that it is really potentially the future for a, a lot of people, some huge potential. And, you know, again, we got a couple of years to go, Yeah. but, uh, and as Adam says, I'm new, I'm on new on the bandwagon. That's true. I've been off the bandwagon for, haven't been on the bad wagon fully for uh, two years, but uh, yeah, watch me now. <laughs> yeah, and I saw that Kathy Doyle uh, has decided oh, to leave. Oh, that's McMillan. right. That's a that's kind of a milestone. That's a big one. And Kathy's longtime listener of the show, matter of fact, uh, contributor at times. Yep. So uh, Kathy, uh, and I guess she's going to another group. So yeah, she, well, she's going to do consulting work around content for a company called higher heroes USA. It's, it's really focused on trying to bring attention to, um, veterans. Oh, awesome. So we have to talk to her about what she's doing there. So yeah. I wonder who Ming Young is going to interface with now. That's an interesting question. It is an interesting question. So, well, Rob, I know you're on a tight close, so we're going to not waste time and get and get you out of here on time. Yeah. And, okay. uh, We'll be back. Now, here's the thing. It's December 7th, a day that will live in infamy. And uh, <laughs> it, it looked. Was it, it because of the Mac or was it because I changed jobs? It's Pearl Harbor Day, Rob. Oh, okay. Besides <laughs> that, that's right. December 7th, right? And it, that it's, is, and it, it is yeah. a day of infamy that Rob got a Mac. Okay. Yeah, right. So <laughs> we, we will be off the. Um, let me look at the calendar here and make sure I'm in 20. We'll be off the 14th and the 21st and we will not be back until the 28th of December. Now, if something comes up drastically, maybe we can figure out how to do something, but I doubt it. Uh, so two weeks Would you off. you want to do something on a different day? Uh, we'll talk offline. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for being here. I'm Todd at Blueberry.com at Geek News on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitter as well, um, at Rob Greenlee, that's with two E's and, uh, my new email address. I'm, actually, you can use either Rob at podbean.com or Rob G at podbean.com. So I'm, I, I, I continue my 
spree of email addresses across the industry. At right? least you have Rob at Podbean.com this time. Right, I couldn't have that. Yeah. Person, so. Yeah. So right. now you're the number one Rob at Podbean. So. Right. All right, everyone. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening and watching. Those of you that watch the live stream, appreciate it all. And uh, everyone take care. And we will see everyone in a couple of weeks here on the New Media Show if we don't sneak one in in between. So everyone take care. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.